0: you're listening to a Education Tātai podcast. We're here to talk about Matariki, and Matariki is the Pleiades. That's its most common name right throughout the world is the Pleiades. And it is the world's earliest and best recorded group of stars in the night sky. And this is an image here of a 20,000 year old cave painting, which is from Southern France. And you can see in that cave painting, there's a bull and just above the shoulder of the bull, there's a cluster of stars. Now that is the Pleiades. And the other image there is a star disk that's a few thousand years old. It was found in Germany and it shows the sun, the moon, and those cluster of stars there that are the Pleiades. Now in other parts of the world, here in uh, Asia, uh, we understand in Japan uh, it is Subaru, uh, the name of the cluster of the Pleiades. It's also in China, the earliest astronomical record, again a few thousand years old, uh, refers to the blossom stars, and the Pleiades are the blossom stars. In Europe, there are a number of interpretations. Uh, the Vikings called it uh, Freya's hens or Freya's chicks, and there we see an image of Freya. Uh, with her children being drawn across the night sky in a chariot, pulled by two cats. I'm not too sure what that's about, but uh, that's the uh, the one European version. Also, its, um, it's observation in the morning sky uh, would coincide with the lighting of fires and dancing around a pole during the month of May, uh, which is the origins of the Maypole Festival. Uh, in the Middle East, it had a number of uh, connections, again, to bovines uh, or cows. Moola um, was called in uh, other parts of the Middle East. Um, the Egyptians knew it as nit or Neith, which was associated with fertility and uh, has a, a connection to cows. Uh, in the Americas, uh, in South America in particular, it was the head of this massive cosmic snake. And if it appeared bright and spread far apart in the morning sky, it was a sign that you were going to have a very productive season. And it was hard to read and clustered close together in the winter, it was a sign that was going to be a very lean winter. Very similar to how Māori view the star cluster. And in Australia, it was seven women who ran away from seven men and turned themselves into stars and went into the sky. And the most well-known version of uh, the Pleiades is the Greek version, and they are the seven daughters of Atlas and Pelion, and that's how we get the phrase, the seven sisters. Now these seven sisters were beautiful, and Zeus, uh, the the ruling God within uh, Greek mythology, wanted to take every one of these daughters as a wife, and they ran away from him, and they were turned into a flock of doves and placed in the sky, and one of the early translations of the Pleiades means a flock of doves. Um, But there they are in the night sky and uh, 20,000 years ago they were pictured above the shoulder of a bull in a cave in southern France and today the cluster of Pleiades exists within the shoulder of the bull Taurus. So they're still in that position in our modern understanding of the night sky and in particular our constellations. Now we have a look at this image. It shows how... uh, Matariki or the name uh, for Pleiades is spread not only throughout Polynesia but also throughout Melanesia and Micronesia so right across the Pacific uh, from the Marshall Islands to Easter Island uh, to the Marquesas down here to Aotearoa they are called Matariki or a version of Matariki and other islands uh Matariki, uh, Matariki, matariki Matari, there are a number of names associated with this cluster right across this expanse of ocean. And here we have the names, the nine names within the cluster of Matariki, or in the cluster of Pleiades, as were uh, recorded and marked by the Greeks. Now, we don't see uh, Matariki in this fashion here in Aotearoa. We see it turned up the other way and this is one of the important uh, parts of Matariki in the way that every year we seem to take photos of a northern hemisphere image of the star cluster and put it up in terms of our celebrations or to promote Matariki and quite often it's upside down so we won't see it like this we'll actually see it this way around and here are the nine names that i have within my cluster of of Matariki now not all tribes have nine names and i think it's important to realize that the version of matariki that i am um, telling you and talking to you about today is the version that i understand through my own research and knowledge that was handed down to me it is not the only version and matariki is not the only star that marks the new year i think that's really important other tribes use other markers uh, to identify the new year puanga in particular or rigel Uh, Others look to the setting of Rehua while Puanga is rising. Uh, Others uh, look even to Atutahi or Canopus to mark when they begin their New Year celebrations. So there are regional and tribal differences, even with the narratives of the origins of the name, even how many stars in the cluster. So this is Rangi's version that I'm giving you today, um, based on how I understand the system to work and my knowledge base. And I want to make that very clear that um, I think it's important that while we look to celebrate Matariki and the Māori New Year, we also uh, look to encompass all of the regional and diverse and richness that exists within our different tribal versions of uh, Matariki and of the New Year. I have nine names in my um, cluster. Uh, these are the nine stars that exist within Te Kahui o Matariki or the Cluster of Matariki now one of the other important elements that i think it's really important for us to understand is the origins of the name as i showed in that clip earlier on the name is ngā mata o te Matea, meaning the eyes of the god tawhiri matea where he pulled his eyes out and crushed them in his hands and threw them to the sky and they stuck to his father's chest and the name, quite often we do this, all peoples do this, and Māori do this. We truncate names and we shorten names, and they become Matariki, the eyes of the god or the eyes of the chief, which is again becomes shortened to Matariki. There are places uh, in Aotearoa where they still talk about Matariki being the name of the cluster. One of the common narratives that has appeared. Uh, has been the idea that matariki is little eyes now in many many years of research i'm yet to find any scrap of evidence that supports the notion that the name of the cluster is little eyes maori don't name anything without it having a narrative or a meaning behind the name landmarks mountains rivers locations villages even people there is a purpose as to why they will have a name matariki has no narrative has no story and in fact seems to be a translation by a non maori in particular, Alston Best, an early New Zealand ethnographer who saw the word and put mata equals eyes, riki equals little, and little eyes became the narrative that we continue to tell today. And I think that's very important to understand where the origins of a narrative come from and who is telling the story. So this image is an image of the cluster. Here you can see the nine stars and an artistic interpretation of what they look like or how Maori perceive the stars to be there is the mother or the central star within Matariki which is the name also holds the name Matariki and around her are her eight children now each and every one of these children brings a bounty or brings something that is important to us as Maori or us here in Aotearoa that makes our world function so Matariki is the mother her husband or her partner is Rehua which is the great star Antares within Scorpius and they have eight children and like I said before every one of them brings a bounty or is the holder of some uh, particular element that makes up our world or makes our world function and I'm going to go through each and every one of these stars just to give you an overview of the star itself within the cluster and the role it plays so the eldest star within the cluster is Pōhutukawa. Now this is a star that's connected to the dead of the year and carries our dead across the night sky, night after night, month after month. I'll come back to Pōhutukawa. The next star is Tipuānuku. ānuku. Tipu means to grow, ānuku in the ground. And this is a star that's connected to all of the bounty or all of the vegetables that we grow in our gardens, everything that comes out of the soil has an association to Tipuanuk. Next is Tipuarangi, means to grow in the sky. And this has a strong connection to all of the birds that we harvest, used, traditionally harvested and ate uh, throughout the year, and also everything that grows above our heads. Waiti is fresh water, and Waiti is the star that will let you know how healthy. Your rivers and streams are going to be for the impending year, whether or not there'll be lots of eels, uh, freshwater crayfish, and freshwater fish that were caught and harvested throughout the year. And the star that's closely associated to Waiti is Waita. Waita means salt water, and is the star that has a strong association to all of the creatures that are harvested out of the ocean. The next star is Waipunarangi. Waipunarangi means the water that pulls in the sky. And this is the star that's associated to the rains of the year, and right beside Waipunarangi is Udurangi. Udurangi is connected to the winds, and will let you know how strong the winds are going to be uh, in the impending year. And the last star in the cluster is Hui Terangi. Terangi is the star upon which Maori believed uh, would help their wishes come true so uh, during the rising of matariki in the correct time maori would send their wishes into the sky to hiwa itarangi in particular in the hope that they would come now if you're looking at this picture here this image this image has the stars in particular positions now it's not random there is actually a reason as to why they are there matariki is in the center her role is well-being and health so she's associated to well-being and health throughout the year she holds the cluster in place she is said to be the kaiwhakahaere or the conductor of the cluster that guides a cluster across the night sky uh pōhutukawa as the next star we've talked about pōhutukawa we'll come back to pōhutukawa you see uh, tipuānuku and tipuarangi uh, female and male uh, food from the earth and food from above uh, they are located beside uh, Matariki. Uh, the reason Rangi is above Papa is, uh, Nuku is because Rangi is always above Papa Tuanuku, And those two stars are connected to food, so there's no tapu in that part of the cluster. And they're male and female, so there's balance. There you see Waiti and Waita. Waiti, fresh water. Waita, salt water. The reason she is above him is because fresh water always flows down to salt water. They are connected to food, so there is no tapu in that part of the cluster. Above all of the stars is waipunarangi and ururangi, rain and wind, male, female, so there's balance again. Why are they above everything else? Because rain and wind comes from above everything else. Now, those six stars are connected to all of the elements, in particular our environmental elements that impact upon our well being, where matariki is centered right in the middle. So there's our major food. Um, places that we get our food and sustenance from, the earth, the sky, in particular the trees or the forest, uh, fresh water and salt water, and also the weather indicators that have a massive impact on our livelihoods and our lives. Then there are the final two stars the eldest, Pohutukawa, and the youngest, Hiwei Terangi. Pohutukawa is death, Hiwei Terangi is life. One is the old year, one is the new year, one is the end of a cycle, one is the beginning of a cycle. So this whole cluster is in fact, a framework, uh, a framework or a structure upon which the Māori life and the the whole yearly cycle was built. And it was so important, that structure and that framework, that Māori would acknowledge the appearance of Matariki at the right time of the year to signify the beginning of the new year and the end of one year and what had happened in the past and the moving into a new year with all its promise. All its hope and all the goodness that the impending season would bring. There Narkoto, you've been listening to a core education Thdai Ahoro podcast.